talking Bills and Packers. We are back. We had weddings. We had traveling. We had working. We had all kinds of things. But we're back. And we've got a ton of NFL news to discuss. But first and foremost, welcome back, DVD. It's great to have you back. We had Pearl Jam concerts, too. Yes, we had Pearl Jam concerts. I'm sorry. I had to pick between my two lucks. You guys are Pearl Jam, and unfortunately for you, Eddie better one. Yeah, I mean, it's that's kind of a tough... I don't know how we can compete with that, Brian. I, I, I can't sing like that, man. I can tell you that much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Probably can't like move like him either. That, I'll give you that, Brian. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> so... DVD, I, I, I was I was sad that we missed you because I, I wanted to get your live reaction to my prediction that the Minnesota Vikings are going to win the NFC North. Oh, yeah, yeah. I heard that. I heard that. And I was not a fan of that comment, but OK, well, I feel I don't feel as good about that prediction after them getting absolutely annihilated by the Philadelphia Eagles on Monday Night Football. Uh, yeah, that was bad. Yeah, that was bad. Um. Listen, I just took it as the, the Packers were like that week one last year. Like it was the Aaron Rodgers show leading into it and they buckled underneath the Saints. And this year, I, that's how I felt about it. I was just like, I'm going to completely ignore that it's actually the Vikings because that pained me deep, deep down in my core that they actually like just ran us over. But I think it was just week one. I think it was just week one. And if last year's any indication, I'm still very confident that we're the one. I think I think that's a great transition into talking about the Green Bay Packers who turned around and got a big win on Sunday night football, 27-10 over the rival and not very good <laughs> Chicago Bears despite a week one win over the yeah. San Francisco 49ers. Um, this was an interesting sort of outcome because there were things about this win that I felt really good about. For instance, I thought after a, a rough start to the game, the defense settled in really nicely. And it's like Justin Fields is still, uh, for all intents and purposes, a rookie quarterback who is learning his way around the NFL. And I mean, should dominate I mean seven for 11. I mean, that that's <laughs> good enough for a quarter, but like, we can talk about the Bears after it continues. Sorry, but I just had to throw that in. <laughs> I, yeah, exactly. In my head, I was like, Brian's going to jump in on this. Yeah. But, but like, you should, you should dominate them. You should, but like, yeah, yeah we'll, we'll come back to Fields. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I tweeted this out from the Department of Obvious. If this offense is going to have success, Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon are going to have to be massive, massive parts of it. Because while those two guys had a big game, Aaron Jones in particular, and while Rogers made some nice passes to Sammy Watkins and Alan Lazard, you still see some hesitancy with the young receivers. Um, You still like, like they're running like go routes with, with Christian Watson. And it's like, okay, that's nice that he can do like a little flip pass to him and stuff like that. But he's still, he's looking off those young guys. And if this team is going to do anything, win anything, he's going to have to, he's going to have to get over that. You're going to have to get over that. Yeah, give them a, literally out of the five notes I wrote in preparation for this, the very first one in big letters is like, get the ball to Aaron Jones. <laughs> yes. Just give yes. them the ball. You have no one to throw to, 
So let's just let's just leave it at that. I'm sure you covered that last week, and I know you covered that week because I listen. I listen when I'm on my days off. <laughs> um, but like, you have to get these guys the ball because, and they also that, and I think they also need a good edge rusher. I know they have like some good, you know, wide receivers, but it's like, or sorry, some good running backs now, but they need some like really competent edge rushers. I don't know. They're gonna have to make some trades during the season. Yeah, they. Yeah, it, Brian, do you want to talk about uh, Justin Fields because they oh. they did look really good against the the Bears offense, but it's the Bears offense. I know, and like the first quarter drive too. Like it actually in the first quarter it looked like the Bears might win that game, which was kind of funny to start. But I mean, like like Justin Fields, I don't know. Like if you're throwing only throwing the ball eleven times. Like that shows you that your coach has zero confidence in what you can do in the air. And if we, on a year two quarterback, when you played in the entire year last year, that's a little concerning. Like you got it. Like even Mac Jones is airing it out more than that. He had 200 plus yards in his last game. So the fact that fields can only throw the ball 11 times and can complete seven of them. That's just kind of embarrassing. Really? Do you blame him for that? Or do you blame Eberflus? Because like, I look at the bears and I'm like, just let him throw the ball. Like you, you guys, you're not, you're the worst team in the division. I think they're worse than the lions. Oh yeah. They're, they're the worst. They're the worst team in the division. It's just like, just let him throw the ball. If he throws eight picks, he throws eight picks. It's the only way he's going to learn. Yeah. But I mean, I that's, that's what they're scared about. Yeah. Packers defense for, for once is actually really good. Like they were really awesome last year. They definitely built this year. And I think they're just terrified on the turnovers because the pack defense will turn the ball over. And like fields too, like he, he rushed the ball eight times and got 20 yards total, which is like, he's supposed to be a mobile quarterback. So he had, he had nothing yesterday. If they didn't have Montgomery, they literally wouldn't have scored a single touchdown in that game. Yeah. yeah. Cause he well, like, he, he got them everywhere. First drive. And I yeah. was like, Oh my God, they're going to lose to the bears. But I mean, Montgomery like ran half that drive. Yeah. And, well, that's, that's what they're going to have to, I don't know the bears. Uh, you, you guys, you're clearly the worst team in the North, just on offense. Who cares? Punt the season. You have to make Justin Fields work. You have to. This is turning into talking bears, but like you, you, you have to make Fields has to work. Like he has to work. So punt the season. Let the kid throw the ball. If he throws 800 picks, he throws 800 picks. It's the only way he's going to learn. Yeah. Right. Rob, how do you feel about that young, uh, was that Romeo there, that 22-year-old? I think. How, how are we liking him? I still feel the <laughs> same way. I said Romeo. this. I said yeah, Romeo. I said this. <laughs> I said this to, to Brian two weeks ago. I think we're going to have to just accept as Packer fans that until about the end of October, this offense is going to be really streaky. And part of that is because I don't think Rogers trusts these, these kids and Romeo dubs is one of them. Like he's he, a ton of upside. Um, the, uh, talk to me in three years, three, four years. And it, he could, he could very well be a superstar receiver in the league. But, but right now it's like, there's going to be drops and he's going to have mental blocks and Rogers. I don't know. I just think Aaron Rodgers. Regardless of how good these kids are, I just think Rodgers is like, I don't have time for you to screw this up. 
So I'm going to throw to Sammy Watkins over throwing to my two young superstar wide receivers because we don't have time to because that's what I it's what I said to you guys earlier. If you guys are if the Packers are going to win anything, these young kids have to be major focal points of the, the offense. And I just don't see it with Aaron. I just don't see it like he if they get into a desperation situation where they need to win a game to get in or something or in a playoff game, then then I could see him maybe just throwing caution to the wind or whatever. But like a huge issue in that loss of the Vikings is, is, is he's just holding on to the ball because he's like, I, I'm not throwing it to you. I'm not throwing it to you kids. It, but one thing we know about Aaron, he cares about his stats. So if, yeah, but he's going to have to let that go eventually. Like you can't, you can't win games on your own. What does Elsa say about, uh, about Brady, my husband can't throw the ball and catch it too. Oh, her famous yeah. tweet, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Same, same thing here with Rodgers. Gonna have to get comfortable being uncomfortable on the field. Oh, we're in agreement on that. I just don't have any. The, the guy's ego is the size of Lambeau Field. Like, I just don't. I don't see. I don't see him shedding it until he absolutely has to. I just don't. Like, well, I mean, his walk-in videos first game, first day of the season is that shows you his ego right there. That was one of the funniest videos I've ever seen. You see it with Sammy Watkins. Like Sammy Watkins' best days in the NFL are behind him, right? And and like he still has some to give. Don't get me wrong, but I would not call Sammy Watkins at this point in his career a top receiver in the NFL. And Rodgers is just like I'm throwing the ball to you. Like if if yeah. Jones yeah. and Dylan and Lazard aren't available, it's going to you. Like it's just, and to his credit, Watkins made some nice plays against the Bears. But yeah, this is like that. The thing about the Vikings loss that was so concerning was the offense is going to need a long time to iron out these kinks, and the defense has to hold them in it. And so you can't let like they're playing the Bucks this Sunday. Like Mike Evans is suspended. We'll talk about we'll talk about the brawl yeah, yeah. as we get towards the end of the show. But like Mike Evans is suspended, so that's one less thing for them to worry about. But it's like you can't you can't go into these games like the Vikings. They let Justin Jefferson run all over them. It's like you, you knew going into the game that Justin Jefferson was going to be Kirk Cousins' number one target, right? So you just I don't know. It's this is going to be. I'm trying so hard. When I watch them, I literally sit there like this. Just. Be patient. Just be patient. Be zen. Be calm. Let them Me work too. through it. I remember those days. I remember those days. It also helps when you have a younger quarterback through those days, but I don't mean to jab anybody right now. No, my goodness. <laughs> no, I, that's my concern about this whole thing is that, yeah, to, to Rob's point about his ego and everything like that, it's because he wants to win. Because I, I, coming back next year, and then, and then what? I don't know. That's what it. do we think about before we move on to the Bills? What do we think about this Sunday's matchup against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? I think having Mike Evans not available is is a very nice um, thing to break a very nice break for the Packers. Yeah, but, and Brady, Brady's know, looked uh, he hasn't looked great to start the year either. So it's it's kind of the time right now to get that win. Brady's oh, he, got some personal issues, right? Oh, it seems that way on the field. He yeah. looks he looks gaunt. Like he looks like he's lost. Like he looks sick. 
He also lost 20 pounds just in his face. Like his yeah. his face is so skinny. He definitely got a nose job. Like that's that's super obvious. But like his face is so skinny. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is. Brian Chalk, football extraordinaire in TMZ. You wonder why he yeah. missed 11 days in training camp? He was getting that nose job done. Yeah, he was letting his face, you know. Yeah. I know. And I him and Giselle are living retired. apart. Him yeah. And Giselle are living apart. Well, I've been I, hearing that. All right? Here's my thing. I've been... Uh, my my mother, who, who watches every single one of these episodes, God bless her, um, is the biggest diehard Tom Brady fan on this earth and has been since he came into the league. And so we've been texting back and forth about his personal issues. And... The guy just signed a broadcast deal with Fox for a gazillion dollars. Like, you know, this is officially his last year in the league. Let him just relax, Giselle, and and let him play one more season. Sure. I also, like, have no time for the back and forth. I'm retiring. I'm not retiring. Like, everyone sent you a nice gift basket you got your like edible arrangements delivered just like fucking eat your fruit and be happy <laughs> exactly i wouldn't give I him any more gifts something on instagram just being like thanks for the memories tom when he was drunk with his avocado tequila and i was like i take it back, take it back. yeah so i never did i just said eat, eat some shit there tom get out of here <laughs> <laughs> terrorize me my oh. whole life yeah um how do we feel about this Sunday? I, I, I'm still, even though Mike Evans isn't there, I'm still worried because the the last time the Packers went to Tampa two years ago, they got the doors blown off. They yeah, and like they that defense in Tampa Bay. Oh, yeah, that's, they're, a, they're the that's exact, a scary defense. They're, yep, they're the exact type of defense that gives Rodgers problems. The offensive line, even though they had Elton Jenkins back on Sunday night, the offensive line is still kind of spotty, and it's they need huge games again from Jones and Dylan to open up the passing game for Rogers, because if they can't get the run going, those Buccaneers pass rush pass rushers will feast on Aaron. And it'll be one of those every like, God, yeah. you, you, you know, when they don't, the Packers are such a funny team. And next time you watch them, you can tell in the first two drives, how the game's going to go. It, they come out. And if they're because Aaron Rodgers. Uh, he gets criticized and called a lot of names. Um, one of the names he gets called that I actually agree with is he's a front runner. If he comes out and their offense is cooking early and he can get some points early, he settles right in and he gets in a rhythm and he, whatever. If they come out in the first two drives and he's under pressure and they're knocking him off his spot and he's getting sacked, it's over. Game's over. I don't yeah. care if it's, I don't care if we get to halftime and the Buccaneers are up six nothing. A game's still over because he won't he won't be able to recover from not being able to settle into his groove early. Yeah, no, I I agree. And minor details too. Their special teams as well. Like I think that's going to be a big too. Rich Basaccia. They yeah. brought in Rich Basaccia to clean that up. Twenty twenty one was a down down year for them, and like let's let's get it together. Yeah, that magical uh, kicking day, that was something else. Yeah. With, uh, Mason Crosby, that was day to remember no, for you. Guys. I don't I don't want to I don't want to talk yeah, about it. Yeah. Crazy, but... Brian. Let's move on and talk about our uh, our other team that we like to cover here on this podcast, Brian's Buffalo Bills. The juggernaut Buffalo Bills. Brian, what is what is their even... turnovers? 
what is there even to say? Like, the, you know what? It's week two. I, I obviously would never want to wish away the football season ever, but it, you, this has to come down to the bills trying to slay the dragon of the Kansas city chiefs at some point in the playoffs. Yes. Oh yes. Yeah. It has to be okay. Uh, we'll get to Miami later because they're they're concerning to me, but like it's definitely the Chiefs that we got to slay. But I mean, just to start, like the Bills. So in the last seven games, the Bills have scored an opening drive touchdown. <laughs> I wonder how long that's going to continue because, as you said about Rogers, like Allen kind of needs that to get his groove going, and uh, like, but that's kind of an insane record, seven games in a row. And then uh, like Reggie Gilliam, did you see his his ty- or his uh, fullback touchdown in the first quarter oh, yeah. there? He, Man, that came. That oh. was. That was the 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 uh, Titans had a nice little little drive early on, and then after yeah. that, it was it was good night, Irene, for the Tennessee Titans. And like talking about defense, the Bills' defense is extremely good this year. Like how like what what Von Miller's added to this team is I wasn't expecting that because of his age, but it's it's quite something. And I like very so, impressed. Even in yeah. one, I was like this. I didn't think much of him to be honest until this year. The yeah. thing about Von Miller, though, is is he's still got some gas in the tank, but like the, the intangibles that a veteran guy like that brings into your into your dressing room, especially for like, like an Ed Oliver, like Ed exactly. Oliver can learn from this guy as, as someone who's like rushing the quarterback every play. Exactly. Exactly. And he just he just sort of settles everyone down. If something gets away, like yesterday, like the, the Titans go down and score. And it's it's all good. It's okay. Like yeah. we're we'll, we're gonna settle in. We're gonna make these adjustments, and we're gonna we're gonna win this game. And they they not only won the game, they they whooped the Titans' ass. Yep. And it's man, it's they are how much if if they lose three games this year, I'll be shocked. I mean, knock on wood. Knock on wood for you, Brian. Knock on th- wood. There's always like even even last night, like Alan made a few of his uh, mash all the buttons sort of throws that that could have gone the other way, but you know. It, but that being said, like him and Diggs, those two guys, holy shit! Like I've never, yeah. like I've never seen a connection like that before. And yeah. like as imagine being a Minnesota Vikings fan, you're like, we let go of Diggs. We could have had Diggs and Jefferson on the same team. Like, what? yep, that's that must kill them every well, day. But like, Diggs had 148 yards by himself. Yeah, with three TDs. <laughs> Side note on the Vikings that 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 would be great to have Diggs and Jefferson um, together. But w- when you've got Kirk Cousins throwing the football, it would be just yeah. a waste. Yeah, it'd be a waste. Like if they drafted Allen over in, Min- in Minnesota with that pairing. Like imagine how many Super Bowls right now they'd have. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> not many, Brian. Not many. No. Yeah. Yeah. yeah true. True. <laughs> yeah. They, they'd many. have to go through uh, you know the frozen area of Green Bay. Yeah, the frozen tundra. Yeah, but I mean, like Alan, like Allen and Diggs, that second touchdown pass where he just aired it out like fifty yards over his head. Yeah. That that throw, like that, got me going watching that spiral. It was so tight and just like snapped, like not even that high in the air, just whipped it forty yards. He's insane. Josh Allen is insane. <laughs> he's like manufactured in a lab. He's if, if you could create a football player, you would create Josh Allen. Like 100%. he's like, and, and you know what I love about the Bills too is they just let him go out there. Like it's what I was saying about Justin Fields a few minutes ago. Like just let him sling it around. Like and they that's what they let Allen do. If Allen yeah. goes out there and he throws a pick, oh well, 
like go out again, try the same right. play again. That's we'll score on the next drive. Them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what I love about them. I know. Like, Dermot deserves a ton of credit for just letting that vibe like permeate through the team. Oh, he created that vibe. Like the first year he came in, they made the playoffs. So like he he's just had a great record. Uh, it's just, I'm just so excited. Like even even Alan, he only had to I'm run one so time. Excited. I'm just so excited. I'm <laughs> in your eye when you said that. I'm yeah. Excited to drink my mafia juice and slam yeah. the table this season. Mafia juice. Like tables beware, because like it's <laughs> you know. So they let all the kids like in the surrounding area of the stadium off early from school yesterday. Like they had a half day just so they can party for the pills. <laughs> oh my god, that's like, fantastic. But I mean, did you see the um, <clears throat> was like Dane Jackson that injury? Oh, that was so. Yeah, he's okay now. He's been released with no no injuries. But like looking at that, I was like, oh, it's like football is actually super dangerous. Like well, I saw you... that, I was like, this guy will never walk. Yeah, it's like his <laughs> like, spine is gone. Done. Trey Lance literally stood up on his his foot, yeah. yeah, and then just fell da- back out of the ground, and his ankles like turned like this, which yeah. is crazy. Yes. But yeah. I mean, just one more. Like, Allen was hitting everybody yesterday. He wasn't just like Diggs had like 12 targets for all those yards, but like he also targeted like eight different guys in the game. And yeah. like mainly all of them made catches. Like, Jake Comoro, who, who the hell is this guy? He's making catches for the Bills now. X Packer. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he right. made some solid ca- two catches, 50 yeah. yards. I'll take that. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're, you're welcome, Brian. Yeah. Um, okay. So talk to me about the showdown with the Dolphins this well, weekend. The Dolphins, I I had I had money on the Dolphins uh, last weekend, and I was like I was like, oh, well this is the halftime rolled around, and I'm like, well this is over. And nope. Thing is, like Baltimore's defense is okay. Like the Bills' defense is much better, and like they're gonna they can go shot for shot with that any day on offense, as as we saw in the AFC. So I, I don't know, like there, there's a lot of hype on Tua right now. I just, I don't see it lasting. Like I haven't seen Tua be consistent before, except for Alabama, but that's not fair. Like you can't. So you're not a member of Tua Non. Tua Non, like I, I know of Tua Non. Uh, I can't say that I've uh, drank the Kool-Aid there for Tua Non, but I, I know the community is quite fierce. <laughs> Don't I don't really want to. Questions never end well. No, 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 they don't. They don't. They don't. They don't. Um, all right. Well, we can do a little uh, around the league. Um, we'll, we'll each pick a game this weekend. I- I'm going to say we've already talked about Packers and Bucks and Bills and Dolphins. So let's stay away from those. I want. I want a non-Packer or Buck game that, or Bills game. Excuse me. That that you're going to have your eye on this weekend but before we do that what is something that has had it through, through two weeks has just shocked you or you're like wow i didn't see that coming or i like just first thing that comes to mind um not to steal one of yours is is the debacle in denver yeah with russell wilson and nathaniel hackett like the oh. home fans booing them. Yeah. And on the you hear them end. counting down the play clock as uh, yes. like just to help them out. Yes. Wow. Yes. Yeah. It's, that, was, that was a rough welcome or non-welcome home part. <laughs> two weeks ago with Brian, I predicted that Russell Wilson would win the MVP. I would like to go back and, and pretend like I never said that. 
Yeah, I made some predictions that were not correct either, as, <laughs> as you know, Rob. <laughs> the, uh, the, the Raiders are not great. No, no, no. I was all about the Raiders last season, I think, for the first, like, five weeks. And I was yeah, like, you were. I'm, I'm taking it back. I'm taking it all yeah, back. Yeah, they're not great. Devontae Adams is just catching pity touchdowns now. It's it's not great. Yeah. Um, so much hype, too. It's like, dear God, Devontae Adams reunited again. And like, Hunter oh, Renfro. <laughs> Well, it's like, uh, listen, I, I get Devontae's logic for wanting to leave because he was like, I'm not going to sign long term here if Rodgers is just going to retire in two years. Yeah. But it's like, dude. What if you win two Super Bowls? Derek Carr is not Aaron Rodgers. No. Not even close. Like, you have a much better chance winning a Super Bowl with Aaron Rodgers than Derek Carr. I'm I, like, yes. regardless of just their team or defense. deal. Yeah, yeah. E- even if the Packers have a horrible defense, you have a way better chance of winning there. Like Carr will yeah. just he'll cart all over the place. Like he's he's gonna put a stink on anything. Yes, yes. All right, let's Thank let's, you, let's get back here. DVD, we'll start with you. What is uh, something that has just surprised you, caught you off guard, didn't see coming through two? Just weeks? like the caliber of play for the first two weeks and the amount of games that went to overtime. Like that, like it's such a small thing, but I was like, are these people all still playing right now? Like, yeah. <laughs> and come from behind wins. Totally. Yeah. Like to yeah. force it into overtime. I was I'm like, okay, so this is pretty competitive. There's no like clear cut people coming out on front. I think that was the biggest thing. I was, I was missing a lot of like starts of other games because I was watching so much overtime. <laughs> yeah yeah like the 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 cardinals coming all the Card- way back yeah. and beating the raiders on, Raider, on sunday huge one right which I, I was i was really hoping we could just rip on kyler murray this whole time but yeah it, it no. didn't happen for us rob and yeah. no, it, it, didn't. It, it didn't happen it didn't no happen. brian over to you my friend well I, i'm actually picking the detroit lions like i'm, yes. I'm pretty shocked especially their victory over the commanders that first half they looked like the best team in the league they were <laughs> play calls everything was going perfect and like Jared Goth is looking more accurate now, which is also like good for the, for the Lions. Yeah. And like I'm just such a Dan Campbell fan. Like I just want to see yeah. him do well because he just you know he just is so passionate. Making the uh, the, the walk on guy do the media conference first, like yes. he sent yeah the practice squad guy. It's just things like that. Like I, I love Dan Campbell for doing that kind of stuff. Um. I've got a couple I already mentioned um, and interject if you want to chime in on any of these. Um, I already mentioned the the debacle in, in Denver, like yeah. Russell Wilson looking completely lost and Nathaniel Hackett looking even more lost. Um, i seat Nathaniel Hackett. Yep. The, the Cincinnati Bengals 0-2. Yeah. Yeah. Losing to Cooper Rush and the Dallas Cowboys. I've got – that was so frustrating to watch because uh, as somebody who consumes a ton of pro sports, like of all different leagues, one of the things that is so frustrating, whether it be players or coaches or GMs or ownership is ego. And like, you can tell when, when like ego is, is getting in the way and causing problems. And the Dallas Cowboys, after the injury to Dak Prescott, when they played the Bengals on Saturday, you could tell that they went in there and they were like, okay, we've got Cooper Rush as our quarterback. So we've got like, he's not a superstar. So what do they do? They have a well-balanced offense. They're spreading the ball around. They're, they're getting everyone involved. And it's like, why don't you do this when Dak is the quarterback? 
Yeah, exactly. Because ego gets involved and everybody gets it's, it's just like the same thing happened last year. Like, do you guys remember on um Thursday night football last year? The Packers went to Arizona and they were down like four guys. Like they were down like Devontae and everyone yeah. was like, oh, they're, they're ravaged with injuries. They're not going to win. And they ended up winning. You know why? Because they went in and they were like, oh, we're missing all these superstar guys. So we're going to have to spread the ball around, have a well-balanced offense or whatever. Leave, check our ego at the door. And it resulted in a win. And it just, it, it drives me crazy mm-hmm. watching these teams just, it's like, yes. Yeah, you you set Cooper Rush up for success and you won the game. It's not that hard. How you play football? <laughs> yes, it's not that hard. It's not that hard. Football. football. And like his name is Cooper Rush, and you lost to him. He's a quarterback that you lost to. Yes. Well, the Bengals, <laughs> dude. The Bengals. They, Their offensive line is is whoa. shambles. Yeah. Yeah. Like Joe Burrow's running for his life. Every, like I don't really blame Joe. Like that off, he has zero time. It's kind of like the Bills yeah. at one point last year. Remember how bad their offensive line was? Yeah. But I mean, at least Allen can move. Like Joe Burrow's not as mobile. Mm-hmm. One last, one last thing uh, I want to hit on. Through two weeks, are we ready to anoint the Philadelphia Eagles as potentially the best team in the NFC? Not After yet. this week, okay. That's what yeah, not yet. To watch, I want to. I want to keep an eye because if they win on week three, I was like, they're getting there. They're getting there. I, okay, I so- saw a funny tweet about that too. It was like the the United States cannot handle the infrastructure of a Bills Eagles playoffs or uh, uh, Super Bowl. They're like that'd be Eagles, way Super too Bowl. crazy. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. There the 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 videos coming out of where is the Super Bowl this year? It's in Arizona, I think. Yeah, it's in Arizona. Yeah, it's Arizona. The videos coming out of the stadium in Arizona, fans <laughs> beating the hell out of each other. Yeah. That Super Bowl would be. Yeah. It would be bad. It would be really bad. Yeah. Okay, They're so like, that's a great. Yeah. That's a great transition, uh, DVD. So your your game to watch this this weekend is the Eagles at Commanders. You want to keep an eye. I, I anticipate an easy win for them. So it might not be. I'm watching it to watch. I'm not watching it to see like yes. stellar football competition on the gridiron. <laughs> like, I feel that. I like that. Yeah, I'm watching it to watch players and, and movements and all this shit. So that, that's why I'm watching. I'm gonna be there with my notepad watching it. So, yeah. They should they should roll the Commanders. They should. They should. Yes. And I think it's like now they're into week three. They've got a few W's under their belt. Like they're going to be feeling good. They're going to be feeling nice, nice and settled. So, uh, Brian, I'm going uh, 49ers and Broncos. Uh, that because yep. Jimmy G came in and looked decent. Oh, that's better, better than Trey Lance. Yeah, oh my I was God, like, so I'd many, like to put a pin in that because I was shooting the shit with some buddies and I was like, Jimmy G's coming back. Like, there's no way he's going to be sitting second fiddle, especially when we get close to playoff period and Aaron Rodgers' kryptonite has to kind of make a, make a scene. So, I, that's a good one, Brian. I can't believe I, I forgot about that too. Again, coming back to this ego conversation. Like, why, why must Trey Lance work this year? Why? Like, this, this team went from they may make the playoffs to a Super Bowl contender on Easily. Sunday when yeah. Trey Lance got hurt. And now and he didn't, Garoppolo, yeah. who's been to a Super Bowl and holds a playoff win over Aaron Rodgers, is back under under center, and this team is much scarier and he looked way better than Trey Lance. Like, he didn't yes. even practice with the team in all of the preseason games, and he looks way better. Yes. 
That's a good one. That's a good one, Brian. That's a good. Uh, so I'm interested to see one. how, like, uh, you know, Nathaniel Hackett and Russell Wilson operate against, you know, Kyle Shanahan and his real team now. If Kittle comes mm-hmm. back, then they're they're definitely a Super Bowl contender. So, well, and you know, you know what makes that game interesting too is the Broncos. The Broncos' problem is not their defense. It's, no, it's their offense. Their yes. offense is is a disaster. Yeah. Yes, yes. So yes, that's a good one. I'm going to go with the, a interdivision interdivisional matchup: the Minnesota Vikings and against uh, the Detroit Lions. I want to see how good the Vikings really are because I think they're going to beat the Lions, but I don't know. I don't think they're going to like if the Vikings go out and roll the Lions then I'll be like, okay, the Vikings are legit. And and they just ran into a buzzsaw Eagle team in week two. And it is what it is. If they go out there and the lions, like take them, take them to the edge. And we see like, I think the Detroit lions, I don't think the lions are a playoff team. I think they're better than the bears, but I think Dan Campbell, like we saw starting to happen last year has got the lions in a place where you're just not going to roll in there and, and, and kick their ass. Like it's, the it's lions are the only team that they can lose by three points to anybody in the league. It could be like a good yeah. team. It could be a bad team. Doesn't matter. It could be the worst team in the league. They're going to lose it by three points. They're very yeah. consistent that way. They're covering machines. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, also, one last one last thing too. Monday night football next week. Dallas Cowboys at New York. The undefeated New York football giants. I kind of miss Brian Dable. I miss I Dable. Was say, <laughs> yeah. We're all too familiar with Brian Dable. Yeah. Rolled in there and said, I'm gonna make you into a legit quarterback, Daniel Jones. And like Saquon is looking pretty good in that offense, too. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So that's man, God, I just love it. Like we're we're about to go into week three, and like there's already like so many things across the league that are so interesting and so exciting. It's gonna be a hell of a year. Like it I, is. I mean, I I agree. Like it's just everything is kind of. Sh- there's been one thing at least every week or ev- for every single game that shocked me, and it's just cont- can't tell you what's going. I know it's fantastic. All right, my friends. I think that's gonna do it for us this week, and we will be back next week to review week four can't believe like look at this like yeah, i mean to review four. week three week three and tee up week four yeah, yeah. right it's like, it's like i know i move any fast. i know i know like it was funny um i was my um my my wife i was now, gonna say you're now wife. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. My, my wife has such a love-hate relationship with with my love for the nfl because she loves the tradition of what we do on sunday like she loves like oh it's on uh, my thing because i know that like i just dominate the television all day so like i always make sure we have like a good dinner going and all that kind of stuff so i think she likes the tradition but there's also a part of her that's like oh this is like 20 weeks of this and i'm like dude it'll be here and gone before you know it like before mm-hmm. you know yeah. it we'll be like it's over already i know i, I try I to give my wife the uh the big tv so I, I watch on like my ipad my computer and everything i can have like red zone going i can have an earbud earbud in for one another earbud in for the other so it's, it's kind of confusing for her to understand that but that's why i what's let her your, just use the big tv what's your sunday setup dvd my, i was gonna say i might be maybe then the perfect girlfriend because uh my old ball and chain here is like you should watch football all day that's all yeah. we get to do it's like yeah. yes Yes, yes, that's all we're doing today. Yes. No, my setup is uh, we got, we generally have two TVs going. We got one in the kitchen near like the bar area, which is the sports bar. So there's something going on there. And then there's another one on the main 
TV and a lot of garbage. A lot of like chips, pops, yes. beers. Well, yeah. there's, sometimes there's shots. You never know. Yep. Never oh, yeah. Know. Usually there's shots for... Usually, oh, yes. like, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm pretty much a piece of shit. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like yeah. to start my day off with like maybe like some sort of some sort of cocktail sometimes. Ooh. Ooh, or yeah. like a nice, Ooh. like delicious coffee, like a Bailey's and espresso. Oh yes, yes, more yes. fancy than just Bailey's and espresso. Yeah, I, I, go, I go like Spanish coffee sometimes, a little whiskey in there. Ooh, yep, that's nice. Oh yeah, I've gotten into the bourbon and coffee game. It's a little bit of cream. It's like a warm hug for your liver. That would be good. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know what I've got into recently. There's this thing. Uh, it's on like the secret menu at Starbucks, but it's, it's just taken over my entire life, and it's called the caramel apple spice. Oh. Oh, nice. Really? I, I highly recommend it. There's no caffeine in this drink. It's just like heated up apple juice with some cream and caramel. It's the best thing I've ever had. It tastes like an apple pie. And I, oh I've just been going there every day getting a grande. My wife told me about it. And I was like, what have you done to me? Yeah. <laughs> I can, I, I so we're going to play a, a game to see how many LBs Brian gains by the end of the Oh, it's uh, <laughs> since we started last year. It's been a few. You you, yeah. you can't really see past this point, but it's not been it's not been good. No, I'm right there with you, buddy. I'm right with and, the burger page year. with all this shit now. Oh yeah, oh yeah. When this year, when this uh, when this time of year rolls around too, it's like it's not good for no. For my, it's another you know. ten pounds right there. Yeah, and then yeah. it's like, oh, it's getting cold. I'll stay inside and then watch college ball. Or CFL yes. on Friday. Who knows, right? CFL! Whoa, Shout whoa, out whoa. CFL! Shout whoa, out to whoa, CFL! Whoa. For all our American <laughs> Yes. Yes. And it you know what? Exists. It does. It still exists. And it's... When does it end? Is it over now? Or is it... When does it no. end? Never. When does it never. end? Never. We're stuck. Never. Forever. Um, I haven't even never? seen it on TV. <laughs> yeah, no. The Grey Cup is usually like mid-November. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I, I always like... Sunday, so they generally compete with everything else i always assumed they would just finish that before nfl because like why would you want to compete with because like we're just i'm just thinking nfl now i don't know but in, in the summertime i'll gladly watch whatever football i don't really care yeah ryan if there's even one person in western canada watching this right now they are like they're coming for us. oh yeah they're we, coming for you we lost yeah. a viewer we're, can- we're canceled yes now. yes Sorry, edmonton but yes. speaking of if Instagram, was- we do have an Instagram account. So the person yes. over there from uh, from Western Canada hit me up on on the DMs. Yeah, you you are going to have Edmonton Elk fans just <laughs> in your mentions. Wait, like, aren't the Elk? What what is that? They yeah, they're rebranded. called the Elks. They rebranded. Okay, the name wasn't too kosher. Yeah, uh, well, yeah, that wasn't like, that like wasn't a great name. Yeah, do you live under a rock? Well, I, yes. I just, I guess I don't really pay attention. I know they still have the EE, so I guess it works. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're basically yes. the Washington Commanders. Of oh, okay. Yes. All right. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Although I will, I will say Edmonton Elks is far better than Washington Commanders. Yeah. Yes. Commanders is a horror. Like the Washington football team was so was, badass. Was totally fine. Yes. Was totally fine. You could have just left it. Again, ego gets in the way and we got to, Come up with some stupid name. That sounds like an <laughs> arena football team. <laughs> ah, all right, my friends, I'm getting worked up, and uh, I actually might go make a cocktail now after talking about um, talking about right. one. I kind of got a hankering on for it. So, as Brian mentioned, we are now on Instagram. Head on over and give us a follow. The link to the Instagram will be in the description below. And like and subscribe if you haven't already. We're going to start pumping out Leaf content this week as well. So keep an eye out for that. And we will see you guys next week.
I'm Jeff Woods, and I'm shining a light on music and the rock stars who make it. He just was one of those people. He, he stood out. He was a magic guy. He really was a magic guy. All, we all have force. He had the same amount of force as we all have. This was before Led Zeppelin. Robert was full on. I mean, he was Led Zeppelin without the band behind him. He had the hair, the jeans, the whole thing, you know. And he was amazing. The Records and Rockstars podcast heard around the world and yours to hear wherever you get podcasts. All the episodes from JeffWoodsRadio.com. I'm Connie Teeson, the host of Broadcast Dialogue, the podcast. We focus on Canada and the challenges facing Canadian radio and TV, as well as highlighting those moving the industry forward from podcasting and streaming to new broadcast tech. Check us out at broadcastdialogue.com or your favorite podcast app.